I've spent a lot of time thinking about the call, the call on one's life and, and what it means to be called. I grew up in Michigan and one of the things that I observed was that those who were missionaries and pastors were perceived to be called, but those that worked in the automobile assembly lines or worked on factories or in farms were not necessarily seen as called. It's not that they're not called, but as a church, we didn't talk about that. The celebration was for the pastor and the missionary. Over time, as I've thought about that, I think it's actually a major problem. I would almost go as far as to say it's a heresy. Because the reality is that we are all called. We all have the opportunity to glorify our work in, in the blessings of what comes out of our hands. We are all created for flourishing and to be a part of a community that leads to flourishing for others. I came to the realization of the problem of this when after I'd been involved with an international mission agency for most of my career, after 20 years, I stepped into the world of business. Someone said to me, Dwight, why did you leave ministry? Why did you step out? I found that I really didn't know how to answer their, their comment. What, what in my background, where in my church, the training, I did not know what to say. I didn't think that I had left ministry, but I wasn't really sure how to respond. It got me thinking on some of the deeper issues about this and recognized indeed that we are all priests. We are all called and we need to celebrate the fullness of the call of the body of Christ. In that regard, I find myself thinking, what does it mean when that person working in an automobile plant says, I do this for the glory of God? Or the person in the factory says, I do this for the glory of God? Or the designer in Silicon Valley says, I do this for the glory of God? The person that is a, a baker or a clerk or working in a restaurant says, I do this for the glory of God. I think that that thinking would lead to a transformation in our cities candidly. I think one of the problems of a lot of our Rust Belt cities today is that a lot of people in our churches don't recognize that they can do their work for the glory of God. And if they did, we would see people living the fullness of who they are, whether it's Buffalo or Cleveland or, or Detroit or many other cities, because the reality is we all have something to give. I met a farmer uh, a few years ago who was talking about the care of his land and I heard the stewardship of that land. There's a butcher that I know. I live in uh, Philadelphia at this point and in Lancaster County close to us there's this wonderful meat market by the name of Stolfus. And I met Mr. Stolfus a few years ago and we often go there to buy ham. And when I met him I said, we love your ham. It just tastes so good. What do you bake into your hams? He says, we bake a celebration into every ham. And we do that recognizing that when our hams are eaten, they will be around a family gathering, a holiday, a special occasion. And we want the ham to contribute. Uh, there's a furniture maker that I know in Michigan by the name of Joe. And, and he talks about honest furniture. I said, what do you build into your furniture? And he says, I build honest furniture. And I said, what do you mean, Joe? And he said, if it's a 90 degree angle, it's a 90 degree angle. If it's hardwood, it's hardwood. And he said, furthermore, there is honesty and quality in everything that you see and even in what you don't see. I believe that I make honest furniture and I want my customers to know that. And so as we're thinking about this today, part of the reality for all of us is this. We all are called. In a sense, there is blessing in our hands. There is blessing in our hands. There's a man that I know in Michigan, when I say I know him, I know him historically, James Starkweather. Uh, 
Uh, we don't have much of his writing or anything of him today, but here's what we have. We know that he lived a vibrant faith. We know that he had a heart for souls, and we see a church that he was involved in, a camp that he was connected with, a home that he built, are all still ministering and are a recognition of his presence and are being lived out in the world. And so, when it comes to thinking about call, when it comes to what we are as followers of Christ in this world, all of us, the pastor, the missionary, the worker, the staff, we can do our profession. We can do our call for the glory of God. Martin Luther says that we are called to be little Christs in this world, meaning everywhere we are, we are the presence of Christ being lived out in the community. And so, in closing, as we think about what it means to be called, what it means to live our faith, it's open to all of us. We can all do it. And one last point. We are all uniquely gifted. We are uniquely gifted in a community, but we are uniquely gifted as individuals in that community to make a difference. That's exciting, and I think that's what it means for us to be the people of God in this world today.